This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle. Here are three things many companies must pay attention to. And they are, of course, reducing waste, maximizing sustainability, and increasing profit margins. With a new kind of analytics, companies can now make use of insights which create a more direct path to products that are likely to be the most successful, minimize samples, and reduce the resources and materials needed to end up with the right product investments, pricing, and marketing decisions. Coming up, you'll hear from a company which looks ahead instead of leveraging historical data, as well as take a look at the value of all physical produced items, the digitization of the product supply chain, three decision points people make, and exploring cultures through food and shopping. All of this on location with host Natalia Makalova at Remode Conference in Los Angeles. You're listening to Fashion Is Your Business, powered by Sennheiser and recorded on location. Welcome to Fashion Is Your Business podcast. And I'm Natalia Makulova, and I'm uh, at the fashion conference called Remote um, that stands for Sustainability and Fashion Tech. And uh, my company, Balanced Fashion, stands just for that. It's uh, fashion technology and sustainability. So it's exciting times to be here. And I'm today here with Greg Petro, the CEO and founder of First Insight. So, Greg, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Um, so tell me about yourself. Uncover what First Insight means and uh, what it is for you and what's, why did you start it? Yeah, so I'm um, excited to be here to talk about how companies are engaging in technology. It's From our perspective, the, the passion comes from how can, how can companies, retailers, and brands shorten the distance between themselves and consumers, mm -hmm. utilizing technology to better understand what consumers want and how they can serve them. Mm -hmm. And in that way of doing it in a very authentic engagement, it'll allow companies to reduce waste in bad decisions that they're making. So sure. we're excited about Remote and uh, the concept of how can we help companies improve their decision-making that way. Right. Interesting. So can you unfold that a little bit? So what kind of tech solution it is? I'm understanding it is a platform. Mm -hmm. um, and what do you offer to the customers at the moment? So First Insight founded the space 12 years ago of mm -hmm. voice of the customer right. and predictive analytics. And since that period of time, you know, we, we basically have come to be known as the, the company that does digital product testing for new products. Right. How can you bring products to market? How can we find out what consumers want before we have to manufacture them and make all those commitments? Over that period of 12 years now, we've evolved into the world's largest customer-centric merchandising platform. And so the essence of what we do is we help retailers and brands understand which products to bring to market through product selection in our mm -hmm. platform, how to price it, right. how consumers are going to respond to different pricings, strategies, and then planning, mm -hmm. how much to make, how much are consumers actually going to consume, and the last is who to target, where to position the product, who wants it, 
what is the profile of those types of individuals? Interesting. My background is, is actually in analytics and planning, merge planning, ah. uh, and um, very familiar with that topic in a, in a way that how old school it is in a way in some brands or at some com- bigger companies and Excel spreadsheets are still sure. something that we do all the time. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's interesting to know that there are a lot of technologies out there um, that are tackling, uh, tapping into this solutions for the analytics. Um, can you say a little bit how you are different from others? And- sure. Yeah, I mean, outside of the fact that, uh, you know, we've been doing this for 12 years. Right. And it's working with it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and we've been working, we're now working with more than 100 customers worldwide. Mm-hmm. So we're in 30 countries, yep. 20 plus languages, wow. 15 currencies. Mm-hmm. Um, but the essence of what we do is we actually structure data. Mm-hmm. You know, most companies that do predictive analytics or some level of forecasting and planning sure. are leveraging history to make decisions about yeah. how to, it's going to look going forward. And it's just great if the environment doesn't change right. and the product doesn't change. Of course. Customer but, doesn't change. Yeah, and the customer. <laughs> exactly. So if, it, which we all know, all of those are constantly totally. in change. Yeah. And, and so what we do is we actually structure data from consumers and then help them through a very specific, rich group of modeling, mm-hmm. um, which products are going to rise to the top right. and, and quickly decide how to, you know, cull down that assortment mm-hmm. as opposed to bring it to market. But I think the essence of what we do mm-hmm. that's different is we structure data and we leverage some history, but the reality is mm-hmm. it's really new data. Yeah. And two is, you know, we've learned a lot over that period of time about actually how to do that modeling. Totally. It seems like I kind of hear Zara coming to my head right now because I, I believe why they're so strong is what they're doing. They're not really looking back so much. They're looking at what's going on at the moment and testing. Yeah, that's a great analogy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah because, so, so you, you know, we study them. Way back in, I think it was um, 2000, right? Right, where they had they had an approach to their business model, and still do today, where they are basically listening to the consumer at the endpoint, sure, and then feeding that information quickly back to the design teams, yep. right? And I would say our approach is really very similar in some ways to mm-hmm. that, right? Looking at how the products can change, but in the same speed level, 24 mm-hmm. hours, being able to test products and iterative designs right. and then determine how the consumer is going to respond so that you can go mm-hmm. execute it. as opposed to a supply chain that takes nine months. Totally. You can take months out of, or weeks out of that cycles. Right. It's the future. It right? is the future. Well, it's, yeah, one would hope that soon. I wanted soon. to see it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wanted to see it now more. And uh, I, I mean, conferences like that, I feel like a lot of people are talking about, oh, there is a solution to do on-demand production or, and uh, not ha- not having stock while you're selling it. Or um, there is also a, a solution to do 3D vision and vision right of a product and not really producing it too and um, having a quick turnaround can you tell me a little bit about like how you feel the value of physical produced items and um, why do you think it's not going to go away you know yeah. the inventory? <laughs> well I think that uh, 
one of the goals that we've had in the mission of our company is to reduce waste, whether right. that's in decisions, sure. in products, right, in the dollars that are invested in that decision making. And as an example related to it, it is the idea that um, 3D CADs really represents an opportunity for companies to stop making samples. Right. Right. We've had one right. company uh, really was creating 200 samples for every product, and they had thousands of products, Is right? Is it a bad uh, company? It was a, it was a fashion company. Fashion company. And, and apparel. Clothing, yeah. And, and reality wow. is all of those products mm -hmm. ended up going away because they were all samples, right? Sure. And they're costly and they're timely and they're yeah. iterative. Wasteful. When 3D CADs represent the great example of mm -hmm. speed and the mm -hmm. accuracy level now is improving, that you sure. can hardly see the difference between that and a physical sample. Mm -hmm. So the digitization of the product supply chain for all of retail is going to happen now. Right. Will people wear digital clothes? Probably not, no. right? But in the end, not having to mass produce with a high error rate, you know, just to give you a statistic, many people say more than half the new products fail. Wow. And if it's anywhere near yeah. that, we, we think it's much higher than that yeah. based upon the numbers that were available to us. Right. So if we can help surprised. just reduce that, by by a, by twenty percent, it's yeah, a huge it's impact. Huge deal. It, yeah. We're the second largest industry mm -hmm. in in uh, mass waste and pollution, mm -hmm. yet fifth in total revenue. Wow, it's an interesting comparison. Yeah, right. there is a lot of room for improvement. That's why we're all here, I guess. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Okay, so we're gonna take a break now, and then after the break, we're gonna dive deep more into technology and maybe even artificial technology that goes into uh, creating a product like First Insight and get to know Greg a little bit more personally as well. Want to know where the most successful fashion and beauty brands go to learn from the top minds in retail? Well, guess what? It's Etail West. Since 1999, Etail West has been the destination for the nation's leading retailers to come together and share the latest strategies and best practices for engaging and retaining today's connected consumer. Join in to celebrate the 20th anniversary, February 19th, through 22nd at the luxurious JW Marriott in Palm Springs, California. And you'll experience four days of amazing insights from brands like Nordstrom, LVMH, Under Armour, Fabletics, Sephora, Poshmark, and more from targeted roundtables and summits to interactive case study remixes. You'll find the tools you'll need to build a complete omni-channel shopping experience. And it wouldn't be Etail without an amazing party or two to decompress and network. Visit etailwest.com today and reserve your space. And guess what? Enter the code FIYB for 20% off your registration. How about that? Etail West, transforming retail together. Thank you. 
welcome back. And now, um, Greg, I'd like to know more where um, your technology is using AI and where it's going. Um, to talk about artificial intelligence a little bit. Sure. So, you know, we have always had a foundation based upon data analytics. Right. Right. Uh, since we founded the company yeah. 12 years ago. And what that analytics foundation started with was predictive analytics, mm -hmm. which led quickly into machine learning sure. and the capacity to use artificial intelligence. And, you know, I, I was privy to be exposed to neural networks back in 1999. Wow. And so, you know, it's mm -hmm. certainly evolved over time, like everything with the computational power. But I think it's interesting of marrying the human interaction that we take right. by collecting data from consumers sure. with artificial intelligence and machine learning. Mm -hmm. And there's a you know an area of study called human computational modeling. Right. I've How can a that. human with a computer model itself to be, improve and yeah. Synergy. You know, compete? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So that's so, what you're currently focusing so on? So our, our focus now is how can we leverage consumer mm -hmm. authentic input and the modeling of that data and learn from it and allow the data to draw out insights. Mm -hmm. That makes total sense. Um, I love that. Okay, so let's talk about your clients a little bit. Um, I'm curious, who can afford you? <laughs> well, that's it. When we started the company, yes. you know, our strategy was to go with very large companies. I see. Because we felt mm -hmm. that we would get nameplates that people would recognize. Right. And then we could help facilitate through the technology mm -hmm. a self-service platform. Mm -hmm. And um, originally we had to wrap a lot of services around it because big companies like that. And so it was a little bit more costly or a lot more costly. Totally. As technology, as we were always a cloud-based SaaS platform, right. have taken that technology and enabled it down to an individual. So today, mm -hmm. a single individual who's starting a company could log on to our platform, create an insight, mm -hmm. and actually execute it in a cost-effective model. Wow. And the way we describe it is the cost is related to the error you're about to make. And can we help you with that wow. decision? Yeah. Right. Right. I totally agree with that. We forget about it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so can yeah. we help you amplify your successes? Right. And stay out of areas that are challenging for you. And the cost benefit of that is mm -hmm. pretty simple. Now, to answer your question more directly, we have a very templatized platform now. Right. So we can do a per item test mm -hmm. that is cost effective for anyone. Frankly. Right, I see. Um, and this is an interesting kind of perspective to me. What is, to me, testing? Testing a product means I am, it, to me, testing a product is like testing technology. It's like MVP. I'm creating a small batch or like a very easy to use product and then I'm like developing a fuller, bigger run. Um, how often these tests need to happen for the like fashion company to kind of keep, keep involving and keep going? Yeah. Do you have any, like, formula for that? Well, we, we do uh, in the sense that it, it appears as a product is, depending upon the product life cycle right. and the decision point, but even if it's a fast fashion item mm -hmm. versus a long lead, lead, uh, long lead time item, 
there seems to be three decision points that right. typically, pe people typically make in the industry. And so consequently, taking a snapshot at each one of those stages that are, that are making mm -hmm. significant decision investments around are a time for them to, to take that and run it on the platform. Got it. You know, you know so they want to understand how is it going to resonate, what's the price structure so I can negotiate, and how many units, right, related to that. Sure. And sure, again, you're going to get the pricing in it and validate whether that ranking is going to come. And then there's the market stage, right? Right. It's about to go to market. Who should I target? How does it go? And then the revalidation process. Did I make all the decisions? At each one of those stages, the data seems to be very valuable. Right. And it seems to be very embedded in their natural process anyway. And sure. given the fact that we could do it in 24 or less hours, it's, it, you know, it's seamless. It is efficient. Yeah, yeah efficient. it's what the industry needs. Yep. Awesome. All right. Um, we're going to take another break. And then after that, we're going to get to know Greg better. to laugh do you love great interviews with a lot of heart do you like good stories do you like to hear about life well good news because if you listen to a show called funny people talking all of that happens right danielle all of it happens every single thing you said on that list and more hey, well elsie does any of it not happen it all happens Come on, Elsie. Okay. It right. really happens. Okay. Well, you should join us on Funny People Talking on Mouth Media Network. You can find us anywhere. You can find a great podcast. And I know it's true because these people loved it. <laughs> Only for a short time while they were listening to the show, Then Life Sucked. Listen to Funny People Talking. off the grid with fashion is your business greg i'm sure you travel a lot as a founder of a company as a ceo um what do you do first when you arrive to the city and you have like an evening there before a big conference or a big meeting do you explore do you go to a restaurant do you sit at home or at a hotel room yeah so <laughs> great question i do travel a lot yeah. and um you know what one thing from my experience is people that travel a lot, you're trying to get some level of sustain uh, repeatability, right? right? Expectations. So right. the first thing I Comfort. do is I exactly <laughs> I would like to, I arrive in my hotel mm -hmm. and I like to just ensure that everything's set up. Right. Once I've done that, I feel like I've landed. Yes. And I'm settled. Arrived. Then the next thing that I want to do is go out and explore. Mm -hmm. And typically, I'm hungry. Yep. So for me, you know, I use certain apps to help me identify how to explore that environment. Right. Right. Fortunately, they work in most areas um, of the country and the world. And so I do it that way through food because I think cultures are explored through language. Right. Food. And fashion, totally interestingly agree. enough, right? Yes. So I also like to shop, believe it or yeah, not. Yeah, I believe you. Yeah, so having been a, a yeah. merchant, you know, mm -hmm. I'm probably a lot, I like to think I'm a lot of fun to shop with. Mm -hmm. So I like to do that. If I have time, I'll, yeah. I'll obviously explore an interesting mm -hmm. restaurant, and then I like to shop. 
just like go and experience the retail experience, right? Not yeah, necessarily buy something. Just like look at what all the stores can has to have to offer in different stores, and you feel different. Yeah. Cool. And it's so interesting because from my perspective, I like to look for difference. Yes. Not similarities. I agree. I see what you mean. And the, Curiosity. Yeah. The challenge that I, I face nowadays is there's so many of the, of the same. Food is different. Yeah. However, you know, I'm looking, I like to find retail differences. Yeah. So if anybody has suggestions out there, wide open for them. On right. That to me, concept stores are always been like a source for differences. So it's always like a new product that I can find or something, you know, like, yeah. like, like smaller shops. Exactly. Um, but I agree with you. I, I, I'm there with you on this traveling kind of perspective. So thanks for sharing. My pleasure. Um, and yes, thank you so much, Greg, for being here for this interview. Uh, it was really insightful and we're glad to get to know you. Um, thank you, the audience, for listening um, and hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you. Goodbye. This has been Fashion Is Your Business. To suggest guests or content for the show or to become a sponsor, email us at podcast at mouthmedianetwork.com. Keep up with the show on social media at Fashion Biz Show. That's Fashion B-I-Z Show. Episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, along with our website, fashionisyourbusiness.com. Produced by Mouth Media Network. No portion of the episode may be distributed or published without the express written permission of the producers. This is your announcer, Peter Coleman. Thanks for listening. This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle.